Welcome to Lift Your Legacy. My name is Jacob Rupp, father, husband, and rabbi. And each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you unlock your inner potential and create change that will impact the future. Thank you for listening, and let's get to it. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Um, there's this idea in content creation, which you don't want to actually tell people what it is because you can oh. use it forever. So... But now you know it was recorded it on a any Sunday. Sunday. Any, any Sunday, any day of the week, you <laughs> can create your own reality. So how's that? Um, Julie, we brought up this idea of creating a genius zone in your marriage. So what, what does that mean particular or specifically? So interestingly enough, there is, um, I guess, three zones that you could be in. Let's so, give credit. We didn't actually come up oh, with this. Oh, we did not come yeah. up with this. Let's just, let's just be very um, I think the beauty it. is that um, you know, we all know that Jacob reads a ton, like all day, all okay. night long. <laughs> and so um, there's an amazing book that was recommended by our business coach, and it's called... Who's her? Let's shout, shout out to her also. Of course. Um, You're gonna, I want you to screw up her last name. So heck no, I'm, I'm all okay. about the uh, cultural references. Okay, so Gita Nidkarni is our business coach, and she is awesome. Um, her and her team have helped us tremendously. But besides that, she gives us tons of recommendations for books. And one of the best books that we've read so far is The Great Leap. Um, by, who is it by? Um, Gay Hendricks. Gay Hendricks. So, um, so he's awesome. And so he speaks about the zones of genius. So there's three zones of genius. Um, the first one, can you actually tell us about that? There's a, yeah, there's the zone, zone of, of, of incompetence where you're doing stuff that you're not good at. There's the zone of, well, actually, there's there's four. There's the zone of competence where you're doing things that you are not, you know, you're, you can do. You can do, right? Then there's the things, called, and this is the big one, the, the zone of excellence, right? Where, where you're doing something that you're really good at, and everyone's you like, are, yeah, keep doing that. You are good at. Right. Um, people tend to want you to stay in that zone because you are really great at it, and you're probably building somebody else's business off of your zone of excellence. Correct. Um except that you're not completely passionate and love doing that. So you're 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 really good at it but you're not in your zone of genius, you're still in your zone of excellence. So what is the so the zone of genius is the part that scares you, right? Where you're actually walking out and doing a lot of things where you don't know how it's going to go. You're actually afraid of the outcome, but the way that you know that you're in your zone of genius is that you are completely present, right? And this is again, we're not well, let's just let's go into that. You and I both for a lot of our times have suffered from a lot of really negative thinking, um, candidly. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so some of the different ideas of what creates negative thinking is think about what other people think of you, um, think about the past, and think about the future. And nine times out of 10, if you're in a place that is very, very frustrating, you'll find that you're thinking about the past. Um, you know, if only I hadn't messed that up, if only I hadn't missed that opportunity, if only I hadn't done that thing. I mean, how much in marriage, frankly, is thinking back about if only I hadn't said that, or if only I hadn't done that, or maybe you feel like you've done certain things in your marriage. I mean, this is a crazy thing that I've seen with clients of mine is when they start to realize just how messed up they made their marriage and how they made their spouse feel like the S word, right? Then they, they like, they can't even own that. So that's like feeling about, you know, um, being bad about the past. Then there's like worry about what other people think. And then there's worry about the future. What's going to happen X, Y, and Z. So whenever you have that kind of a situation, that's how you know you're not your zone of genius and you're suffering. Right. And when you are in your zone of genius, I think it's a lot about feeling that state of flow, which a lot of people talk about. And it's hard to be like, am I, am I ever in it? I think that if, if, you, if you're in it, um, you know you're in it. 
you know. Right. And, right? And, and, I mean, I think if you're wondering, <laughs> I'm going to bring this reference. Everyone's going to be like, this is not appropriate. But it's like, it's like when, when people, okay, so. I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> you should. I'm saying it's like having an orgasm, honestly. It's yes. like, if, if you're wondering, did I have one? Then you probably didn't. Because when you when you have one, you know you've had one. I think that, I'm gonna go there because I, think, I feel like I this think is that we have now just differentiated ourselves in the realm of uh, in the realm of at least uh, uh, let's say Orthodox Jewish marriage Christian. <laughs> That's okay, great. Okay. But I'm just saying, I think that if you're in the zone of genius, you know that you're there because you're flying and you and, and it just feels different and it's very uh, it's a visceral feeling, right? Yes. Okay. So so what are those? So what are those? Okay. So I so that's how you know if you're there. There's really no questions whether or not it happened. Uh, maybe you're wondering <laughs> if the other person had that experience. Um, could be. But but in general, you know that it's happened or not, and that it's very true for you and it's very real for you. And I think watch this. This is where in marriage we get completely freaking lost. And the reason why we get lost is the following: because when we are in our heads in marriage, we're worrying about our own needs, worrying like if I I I, I, I kid you not. And again, just very candidly, like if you hear this is your story, I, I talk to a lot of people and I've done this also. But sometimes we feel, think about this, where I don't want to be nice to you because I don't think you deserve it. So in a lot of ways, I'll be so pissed off that I didn't get what I wanted, right? That I will not think that you deserve me being nice to you. So I'll set up this, this like chessboard playing around like i'll give you a little bit of this if the other thing we talked about with this see i'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys i have no clue what you're talking about right now because i don't do that i think it just shows you like when you think you you've been married for such a long time or you've been with your partner for such a long time you're like oh i know everything about them the idea is you need to realize you don't you don't know the deep inner workings of your spouse or your partner and the point is that the way that you get into that zone of genius i would say is to really be curious and realize like i actually don't know everything and that's what keeps your marriage alive once you stop once you start thinking i know everything about this person oh i know that story i mean i don't know obviously there are so so many stories out there i'm like oh for that one you know about which one no, like, no, you know, trying to take his um, old, old, old car up oh, that hill in San Francisco or whatever. Right. <laughs> so, um, anyway, but the idea is so to bring your bring your marriage and your partnership in, into that zone of genius. Always be curious. Always be wondering what is he really thinking, and maybe you need to ask to do that because what you're saying is like I had absolutely no idea what you're this saying. is just pretty so, much for us. Not but for I'm, I'm learning something new anyway. Well, I think that, that there's a definite scarcity mentality that a lot of us have when it comes to marriage. Again, in like in, in operating the, the idea for intimacy, it's like you have to try to set everything up so that it's perfect or you have all these expectations on someone. They didn't even pick up that that's what you want. And so you're always, again, the most difficult thing is to, is to articulate yourself and actually put, this is a, our, one, of our, one of our heroes, Brittany Brown, is always talking about this idea of vulnerability. Vulnerability sucks if you're actually doing it. Again, just going back to Julie's previous analogy, right? It actually is difficult because... It's like hard. You can't really plan it. You have to be able to to just put it out there and see what happens and have enough faith in yourself and in humanity and the universe, so to speak, that that it'll happen or you'll be stronger if it doesn't happen. And so being able to actually go out and, and not try to set your spouse up for this information or, you know, work your way, but actually just to say, like, this is what I want and to have enough trust in yourself to know what you want and be able to articulate it. Is it, are we still like completely, you don't yeah. understand what we're saying? No, I definitely understand. I think I, I get what you're saying now. I feel that um, 
that all doing all those tasks like doing the mundane doing this the specific details of of trying to connect in an in a real way and trying to give in a real way i think those pieces are super important are the things that are going to bring you to that that place where you feel like you're gelling you're jiving anyway so that is what i think that's what brings let's let's push it more like like more intensely okay. what's this idea of a genius zone that people can actually do that we've actually tried in marriage because we've tried we've been married for like um give a quick an idiot but like no see i just judge myself just don't judge yourself i i don't remember i don't focus on details i don't know how long we've been married but i know it's been over six like 16 years is that accurate 17, <laughs> you're about to give me the, a massive present because we're going to be married 15 years next time okay so that's there like is the 1815 uh, it's always a big one but, no right now it's 14 okay 14 years <laughs> he's not, never been good at math <laughs> please don't shake my camera um but anyway anyway so the the, the idea is that in in 14 years we've been in our flow state for a very for like little little periods well, of time chunks there chunks. have been chunks that right. we have but most recently the reason that we've been able to get there i would say is because we've both taken the initiative and the um it's like okay that's big slow that down what does that mean taking the initiative well taking responsibility for what we want to create right so one of the ideas that that, that um gay, gay hendrix talks about I'm gonna be so embarrassed. I screwed up his last name. Um, is this? I idea, think that's his name. I think yeah. that's his name, right? The, this idea that also totally welcome to everybody. Who's yeah, joined thank you us. very much for watching. Generally appreciate it, and uh, gonna gonna do that. But um, but the but the idea he speaks about is, and I have this feeling again. I'm we're gonna share something that I haven't shared with the audience or anyone else. I would have I would pray I, before I was like this is a genuine prayer, which is just coming from my soul. It wasn't orchestrated, and I would pray at times. I could feel confident at certain times. I know when I was confident when I was on. When I was younger, I had a lot of anxiety, social anxiety, especially around girls. And um, there'd be times where I feel like I was on fire. Thank you. And other I'm times I felt, and I felt so just, embarrassed. Aw. <laughs> but anyway, I would feel so embarrassed. And I, I just would hope that I'd be able to show up as that confident Jacob that people liked. And then I would always like freak out. It's like asking someone on a date or something like that. So what's really interesting was, and I, I didn't realize this until I was reading the book like literally a, a, a day ago. That that's our higher set, our higher self, and from times we will like click into that, and then we'll fall out of it. We're really scared. We want to find that, but the reality is, you can actually cultivate that, and you can at least acknowledge when it's there. So there have been times in our marriage where we have been in that higher place, that flow state, that that um, that zone that, that zone of genius. Yeah. And but it was like so good, but it was scary because we didn't know how to replicate that, and we kind of fall out of yeah, it. Yeah, we thought that that was just like a free thing, and right. it wasn't something that we're producing. That it just automatically happen um like a lucky thing right and i think yeah. that when you see that when you feel that when you're again like using julie's um, orgasm uh, analogy right when when when, it, when you have the the actual experience it is so transformative um that that you always want to be back that place in a lot of ways it almost creates like that addiction where you know you have that like explosion of inspiration and then you kind of fall out and all you want to do is get back to that and it's such an addictive an addictive thing and it's very frustrating because like out of your hands you don't know how to i won't leave all the analogies alone please um it's very very it's very difficult because you don't know how to get back there because you feel like you just kind of stumbled onto it and then it's 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 in a lot of ways and i say this about like about religion also is it's like when you get those moments of inspiration you spend your whole life trying to go back and look for that but it's so annoying because like the day in and day out like just sucks if you feel like it just you're just like waiting for it to happen well, what I would say about that is that the point of inspiration is not to be to last forever. 
you know the point of inspiration is really to show you uh, it, it's kind of like that flashlight turning on and showing you the okay. road ahead gonna, of what you can I wanna argue with create you. can i argue with you is that okay? Okay. So first of all, I'm re I'm radically just candidly because we're all friends here. I'm I'm candidly revisiting a lot of the stuff that I used to teach students. And so this this whole idea about inspiration and then it falls apart and then you try to build it's based on a, a certain teaching in, the, in a certain Jewish book and it's it's totally true and it's wonderful. I found it to serve me less. I'm going to tell you what I read today, which served me a lot more. Not today, uh, recently, and I've been developing this myself, which is this idea that you can choose to see how long you want to spend in that zone of genius. So in this guy's book, he's, he's talking about you in your, creative, in your creative mind. So you have to make that commitment. How many hours a day do you want to feel like in that creative space, that you want to feel like you're in, in the zone, so to speak? And so if you just tell yourself, well, it's there and it's off and it illustrates like, that's possible, but it's that same unempowering narrative that we've been really suffering with for a long time. What do you think about that? I was just more thinking like an orgasm can't last forever. I was thinking a very literal. Right. Well, <laughs> again, we, we could speak but... about biology and, 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 and people. Eventually, certain people get tired. Of not guys, I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe we should stop with the analogy. Okay. I, yeah. I, okay. You're doing a great job. Um, boy, how do we pick that up from there? So zone of genius. So okay. Tips. Go ahead. What you're saying is so, but what you're saying is that you can actually maintain that level. That's the point. Okay. That's the point. You and have to so make that commitment. How. Well, you tell have to. Us okay, hundred percent. You have to make the commitment, right? You have to make the commitment. I had I spoke with with a client of mine, and we were we were talking about how you know he, again it was that same like, sort of like dichotomy where he felt like his wife didn't deserve his best self because she so hurt him in the past, and that's true. Like I'm, there's <laughs> there's no denial that 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 marriage can hurt a lot. And you could be very angry at your spouse. And you can be very angry at yourself for letting yourself get So I guess you could say that if you're trying to get to that zone of genius um, in, within your marriage, you definitely can't come with feelings of resentment. We call that the bag of S. We call it the bag of S. That a lot of times people will carry around bags that justify the trashy way they can treat their spouse because of all the crap their spouse has done. And they almost get excited finding the places where the spouse has dropped the ball yeah, so they can add more Well, not it. even that, but like you're almost like, yeah, forget this. You, you yeah, kind of like want them to forget so that you have like more um, ammunition. Totally. Yeah. Totally. hundred percent. Okay. So how do we, I guess that's the first, first step. Like you you it's like a, a ladder. It's a rung that you're, first of all, you, if you want to get to the top, it's like, you've got to get on the ladder. Right. So what if you, you have baggage, you're not even on the ladder. Well, it's hard to climb a ladder when you're holding a bag of S. Exactly. So you got to take off that. Bag. You got to take, take off. Take the bag off. Right, so that that's where we talk about my 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 rabbi and yours, um, uh, Jocko Willig, who is a uh, who is a leadership whatever. He's great. Look him up. Um, so so Jocko always talks about this idea of extreme ownership, which is that at the end of the day, you have to take responsibility for the fact that your marriage isn't going the way you want. And I know that sucks because it's so easy to look at your spouse and be like, you are such a useless X, Y, and Z. But if you want your marriage to be great, realize that you, you're doing stuff that's wrong. You're doing yeah. something wrong with you. And, again, and whatever things that are bothering you, it's like if your spouse, you know, I don't know. If your spouse spends an inordinate amount of time wasting time or if, or or he or she doesn't do the tasks that they say they're going to do or that you ask them to do and they say they will do. So there's just, you know, I think there's always a place where people think like, well, no, but this piece is really his fault or this piece is actually her fault. And what we're trying to say is that no, you really first have to examine yourself and what the dynamic and the energy that you're bringing out 
because whatever energy that you're um, bringing out is the vibrational energy of the marriage. Right. It could be that you them so, watching and wasting time is because you are so again procrastination for me. If you watch anything, you know procrastination is not a bad thing. Procrastination shows you're doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing. Right. So I'm a big procrastinator. It's like no, you actually have like. God showing you stuff that you shouldn't do, that you should outsource, right? Plug the book, read uh, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. But this idea, this idea that, you know, you're procrastinating, you're putting out this low level, like crappy energy, and then you're super upset, like, oh, my spouse is watching, I don't know, what was your, uh, what was some of your great binge worthy shows? You know, like Julie can <laughs> blow through, again, Fauda, that was one night, it was crazy, right? She blew through Fauda in one night, the crown was like well, three days. Wait, 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 no, Fauda was both of us. That's true. That's true. She cheated on me with Fauda though, because like I, I'll, I'll like pass out at like three in the morning, and I'll like. Yeah, I'm like, like you gotta go hard. I'll like wake up at four, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, slap the laptop shut." Anyway, but um, but the but the idea is ultimately that if you are putting that energy out, your spouse is possibly picking that up. And again, so you can be and moan at your spouse and feel like they're crap or or or, or argue with them, which again we all we think that. But, but on the flip side, look and say, well, what am I doing? Where am I not doing tasks that really inspire me? Where am I not living up to the thing? As soon as I, again, like we'll, we'll feed off of our down energy and our positive energy. So when Julie and I are like really committed to like working out, we're up. I wake up easier, right? But I'll be able to, 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 to go and she'll jump up and then I'll know that I have to wake Julie up. And, and, or the flip side is like, I'll eat pizza and then I'll see Julie eating pizza. So again, when I, and again, it was like the best. I was like, I was like, don't lose your vision of your goals. And you're like, you're the one that's eating the pizza right now. And I'm, you know, it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, good point, right? So it's like, take really radical responsibility, even if you don't see how what your spouse is doing is like something that you're doing yourself, like recognize that you're putting out that kind of like low vibe, low energy, just even just by judging them. Like what, like what, you know, that's- And that the itself. only way we really know that is because we were totally there. So just to give you guys- Oh yeah, none of this is like, this, like theoretical. It's not theoretical, but let's talk about- for a few minutes about just what now what does it feel like what is that opposite feeling of we're actually really um working together well what does that look like for us i mean it's it's just uh, i mean i know i feel it on a daily basis um i don't let's talk about like, a rhetorical question let's talk she, about she was no no, no it wasn't it actually wasn't was yeah no no i'm curious <laughs> no just say it and then i'll answer too I mean, for me, it's this sense that it's everything I ever wanted. And I think when we get, when we get married, we actually, again, I remember, I remember a, a rabbi of mine um, who told me like, you know, marriage, he's like, you know, you're lucky if it's a B. And I was like, that is so uninspiring. And again, I spent, <laughs> maybe an average was happy as a B, but, but, but overwhelmingly, it's like you spend a lot of time in the D zone and then, uh, you know, you get some A's. So the idea is like what you really want is that idea that like we are flowing so well together and that we don't want, again, that's, that's like one of these sick things is that oftentimes um, there's like a dichotomy that you think you like want to look for passion outside of your marriage. And that's really not true. Most people want the passion inside their marriage. They just don't know how they have to get there. And so if you're able to actually find that, again, we're not talking about like the bedroom, although that's also a, a, a place that this, or probably the primary place this shows up. It's like in life, is your life passionate? Are you really enjoying yourself? Are you there? Are you, are you excited to see your spouse? Are you excited to talk about stuff with your spouse? 
Or is it kind of a drag that you're trying to manage with all of your other responsibilities? I think that's kind of the dichotomy as, right. as it shows up for me. And I would say that the other piece, um, and first of all, by the way, guys, everyone who's with us, thank you so much. And totally pop some questions in the chat if you here. have any. Um, but I, uh, on that you, note. You see that Julie's not afraid to, uh, to, to talk about the things that most people don't talk about. Um, but on that note, I wanted to say that um, the more that you're able to combine, it's like each, each, person of the partnership is kind of like a circle of sphere and the more you're able to combine and overlap on those spheres it's like the things that are important to you um the more that it's not just a i guess partnership or the more that it's not just the responsibilities because once that the partnership becomes just about responsibilities like are we paying the bills are we having the weekly meeting about the budget or are we um just dealing with the kids education or you that's know, low, these, that's not zone of genius. That's, it's that's not zone of genius. I mean, those are things that have to get done. But if that's how you say that you're spending quality time with your spouse, um, you will see that you that, that it's not going to go far, right? Because it's really once you feel like you're expressing yourself, the person who you are, um, being able to be able to grow together, whether for us, I think that once we started working out together every morning, because we, you know, a couple of years ago, we've always worked out and we would never work out together. I know it was very parallel, par as I say, parallel play. That's such a good psychological term. You've never mm -hmm. heard that before. Yes, I have. Oh, that's so good. Parallel play. That's oh. what little kids do. Yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, I think that that's an idea. And again, it was, it was a lot. I meant that like, you know, Julie had to like sort of leave her yoga world that she was really enjoying get a lot of benefit out of it. and i had to leave leave my sort of like masculine like my i love the kickboxing and uh and the jujitsu and the weightlifting and then again for me it was like i, I and this is i am not I'm, I'm just gonna be very honest like i was afraid it was gonna slow me down right and but then the reality is because i was like had a proficiency like my methodology of working out obviously but um but See, i that's like another thing that i actually never knew until the second about you thinking that right but again <laughs> but then it was it, it's like being able to just being open enough to say i will try because um here when we i started working out early in the mornings at the gym when it was still open okay covid thank you um but when it was not open, COVID. I said, it's the governor hey, you know, it's the governor it's not covid they're just shutting it down so they're not businesses anyways, but that's okay okay but i'm just saying when we when i said try this class with me you'll like it and you were open enough to do that and then we started literally going every single morning together that was the beginning of saying first of all i'm inviting him into something that's important to me and that i enjoy and he's willing to say i'll give it a try even though it wasn't like the super like uh masculine boxing or you know Whatever and now all my Lululemon outfits are all thanks to her. That's the only pants I wear when I'm not wearing sweats. Uh, but but uh, that it, well, I no, guess they get sweats I'm, too. You can probably start calling Lululemon sweats. They're probably great sweats. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like that is bringing your spouse into something that is important to you. And what if they really are not interested in what you're interested in? So then I would say the an, uh, another awesome thing is to be able to say, let's start something new together. Because then you guys can both suck at it and nobody has to feel bad. Right, right. I think that there is that, so again, the zone of G, again, there is a value like make your own space and all that kind of stuff. I think nowadays people are so good at finding their own space and just kind of like developing in their own heads and being able to, to, to watch their own shows. And you could literally live like a completely parallel existence. And again, that opens you up to when you do taste connection in those parallel existences that you're having with your spouse, you are super open to that. And and again, there's a there's a again now see how poor rabbi thing also a little bit. There's a there's an idea in in Judaism that um, that that if the if the 
again, we, we have kosher meat, whatever it is. So we salt the meat because it draws the blood out. So like if the, if the blood is coming out of the meat, I'm so sorry, it's like won't absorb stuff, right? But if, there's, if, it's, if it's not it, it, you know, putting things out, then it's open to absorption. So the, the idea here that's very important is to realize that if you are on the same page and you are like exerting this energy with your spouse, you're not gonna suck in all the negative crap in the world. On the flip side, if you're not doing that, then you are going to be susceptible and you don't want to be one of those idiots that thinks, oh no, this won't affect me or oh no, this is, you know, those kind of conversations are not going to draw me in. They will. And that's okay. Know that. Know that we are either you're creating that passion with your with your spouse or you're going to be getting it somewhere else. And know that your spouse is the exact same way. I know that we all think, no, our spouse has no passions and our spouse is just pathetic or whatever it might be. And I'm the only one that has needs. Like, not really. Just watch that. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, I, I think that... Um, uh Sorry, we're having some comments. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you That's, so much. Thank you. Um, so, uh, so about 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 finding that passion by draw, right. drawing people in. Again, that's also. In terms and of I think you know people say, oh, but well, exactly about things like what about me and what about the alone time or you know making sure that this is not getting to an, a codependent level. I think that the codependence is not. I, no, it's definitely an issue in a lot of ways. But here we're talking about the opposite end of the spectrum of what if there's too much disconnection and too much Most people have disconnected, I think. Space. Most people have disconnected. Especially, I think right now, I think everyone kind of went into their um, mode of just survival. And so I think in survival, you really draw inside of yourself versus um, being like, even though we're physically together, even though many people are physically together in the house, but everyone is almost like separate. Right. And, and again, we get more and more separate the more that we keep our opinions to ourselves. And that's also super important. The more that we keep our judgments, that, that we're judging our spouses and we're thinking about our spouses, we're not like actually bringing that to the table because again, that's not the zone of genius. That's the safety zone. I'm excellent at just kind of like, you know, putting my head out and making things happen. I'm excellent at like doing the laundry, right? Or whatever it might be. And that we're not opening ourselves up, then it, we're naturally just pu pulling ourselves apart. And... I think that it also takes this idea of being honest with yourself. Is like, is this the life that I want? Is this the marriage that I want? Is this the, I think when we don't worry about the BS and the judgments and like the fear of what could happen if we change things, you always know whether or not this is good or not. And you could say like, again, in, in bedroom, in, in marriage, in business, in, in what you do for your job, if you actually just drop all the judgment, you know if it's good or not. You do for sure. And you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe again, my wife had this like wonderful like insight to me today, which is that which is that um, I'm not sure if that's a technical loss or an ideological loss. Um, but I think she lost your my, my train of thought. Yeah. So I, I think, that's okay. That happens to me all the time. Right. So I think I think I think if you don't know if your marriage is on the right track or if your life's on the right track, you have gotten lost into a, a jungle gym of judgment, of self-judgment where you're like not trusting yourself to know. You always know if this is what you want. I think that's the most important piece. But if you are sitting around judging yourself, thinking about in fear, what if I and say I think, this thing? But, like, but it's not even about, I think that before there's judging yourself, I think there's also judging your spouse and judging your partner. So um, yeah. when you, I think the way that you diagnose yourself on such a thing is um, when you find yourself like, oh my gosh, she's like this, or she's, you know, Having a lot of judgmental thoughts. The best, and again, this is gold, and take this, and, and I'm telling you, people pay me a crap ton of money to tell this to them over and over and over again, and I'll give it to you for free, right? Again, because it's not so easy to do, but it's a, it's a very fundamental principle, is that when you judge yourself, just admit what that costs you is getting any insight into why you're doing what you're doing, right? If you say to yourself, 
I suck, then just stop the conversation right there because you're never gonna get to figure out why you are displaying ineptitude or whatever it might be, right? If I feel panicky, I'm like, I'm just a B word, right? I'm not gonna ask the question, what about going on right now is creating a sense of panic? And if you don't judge yourself and rather just get curious, I feel scared, I'm feeling lost, I'm feeling disconnected from you. What is it that's creating this disconnection? It's amazing how crazy all of these answers just pop up to you. Why wasn't this good? And you think to yourself, well, I wanted X, but I didn't articulate it, right? Okay, so that, that, that's the answer why. So now it's not like a judgment thing. You actually got some inside information. Whether or not you want to take action on it, that's going to be up to you. Thank goodness that it's Ernest. He is the master. No, it's really not true. All, all, my, all my stuff I, I got from her. I think that we've been rolling for about a half an hour. From the bottom of our hearts, we profoundly appreciate um, what, what – here's the, here's the deal. And, and I, I just want to speak about – again, well, I, not again. I train coaches. I train coaches. It's a part that I'm very passionate about. It's not really the core thing that we do. But I realized as I build out more and more – um, skills again. I'm just we're just these nonprofit workers that have thank God been able to build a very a very large business. Um, and and the point is that well, she's special. I'm not special. You can all do this, right? But one of the one of the very fundamental things that I always that my when my coaches start asking me like if they, what about the call to action like it's going to sound sales and all that crap. And and here's the bottom line. Like obviously we do very high ticket level um, work with people. That being said, we really want to just give a lot of value. If you don't need the, the intensive work that we do, great, don't take it, not for you, right? That being said, I'm not gonna feel any kind of a judgment on myself to say, if we could help you, if you are below sort of where you wanna be, and again, I don't know that, you know that, you're the one living in your own life, in your own head, in your own marriage, right? Reach out to us. Clearly, my wife's gonna be fantastic at helping that out, and I'll just try to sit on the sidelines and, uh, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would part. say, and also we have um, just, we are launching right now our uh, Facebook group so that we really hope that you join there because we're going to be offering a ton of content so that we can give little pieces and nuggets um, to help improve um, all of our marriages Yes. and partnerships, and relationships, yes. whatever, whatever, might be. whatever you're in. Namaste. We appreciate it. Have okay. a great day. Have Bye. a great rest of your day. Whatever day. Oh. There you have it, folks, another inspiring episode. If you enjoyed this, I ask you to please share this with your friends and to like us over on Rabbi Rupp through Facebook or on YouTube. And the more that we're able to get these important messages out, the more that we can really make an impact in the world. So I encourage you, please, to stay tuned. Uh, We have a ton of amazing speakers coming up and also to tell your friends about it. Thank you very much.